<laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody, guys. Hey, everybody, guys. We're hey. back. <laughs> Welcome to Just Starving. And this is, I don't know what number of episode this is. Three, four, one of those. I don't know. We can't shouldn't date our episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this episode, uh, we're just kind of chilling. We're laying back. Uh, we got some Bloody Marys. They're not Lucas's favorite. Tastes like soup. Tomato soup? Straight up tomato soup. But it's soup. cold. Have you ever had cold tomato yeah, soup? Yeah, it's, like, it's called gazpacho. Ew. You ever had a cold soup before? I have, but I just... It doesn't taste like gazpacho to me. It tastes like spicy goodness. I... Uh... <laughs> Whatever. I don't want to be... I don't want to be down on your drink, because my drink's next, and I don't think you're going to like it either. I'm not. We're planning our drinks more than our subject at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not alcoholics. No, but um, I like trying things and uh, yeah. But just look how pretty it looks with like, the celery. It's so like beautiful. I know. I made the drinks. I know. You're <laughs> good at it. Eh, this was this was this one was easy. Just yeah. cutting some celery was like the hardest part. We're gonna have to refrain from biting the celery during it because it's gonna oh yeah destroy your guys' ears. So oh. we, we we won't do that to you. You're lucky because I you're lucky she's not at me. I think this is the reality. Of it. <laughs> As much as we want to. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think this podcast, we're just sort of doing whatever comes to mind. Yeah. We didn't plan anything out. Um, we're just going to sit back and chill and see what comes to mind and just talk about whatever. Right. So, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Uh, so, tomorrow. What are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow, we're going to go to New York to visit Danny. Yeah. Our last guest. Our, our, that's right. Our last guest. Our only first guest. <laughs> uh, as you guys remembered, if you listened to that podcast, he lives in the Bronx. And uh, so we're going out to visit him for, I don't want to date this podcast, but we're going up to visit him for Memorial Day weekend. So it should be a good time. We're yeah. driving there, so it'll be kind of a... That or 12 hours on the bus. That's true. Yeah, we checked the bus schedules and they were like, well, did it make stops? Was that why it was so Oh, every bus stops. Yeah, that's true. Every bus stops eventually. <laughs> Boy, it's not like that Keanu Reeves movie. <laughs> oh, my God. What was the movie called? Uh, uh, last, I have no idea. <laughs> Everyone knows what I'm talking about, though. I, th- I don't think I've seen I know I know that movie and its plot, but I don't think I've ever actually seen it. I've only seen that one scene where, like, they just can't stop the bus. That's the only part of the movie I've that seen. Whole, that scene is the whole movie. Is it? Okay, then I've seen the movie. <laughs> Like he gets on the bus, and then he finds out there's a bomb in the bus, and then it's the bus for, like, a long time. Did the whole movie really take place on that bus? Well, like, there's scenes outside of the bus, but it's mostly about the bus. Oh, and Keanu right. Reeves on the bus trying to stop it. And mm-hmm. then, like, there's, like, the scene where they, like, put the guy under the bus, but there's rocks, so he almost yep, dies. I remember that. I don't know why they just, like, coast up a car right next to it and then just, like, jump, jump. They did jump. that. I thought they did that in the movie. Did they? Yeah, that was like part of their solution. I don't remember. Was it? A, I don't know. It a, but then, like the terrorists like drove up in other cars and were trying to deter them. Oh, I don't. I, I don't remember. I saw that when I was like eight. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I've actually seen it. So. So. Any other Keanu Reeves movies you want to talk about? No. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me you don't like Keanu Reeves? Um, it's not that I don't like him. He's just not my favorite. What about you? What's your What's your opinion on Keanu Reeves? Oh, I mean, I like the Matrixes and stuff. I don't really know what else he's been in, to yeah, be honest. I feel like that. I mean, other than that, tr- the bus movie. Yeah, he was in a. Um, I don't want to get this wrong. Again, don't get your news or anything from yeah, us because yeah. we're probably going to be wrong on everything we're saying right now. But 
He, I think he was in a movie called like Constantine, where he played like a. Oh, I liked the Constantine. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that wasn't a bad movie. Oh, that was a good movie. Yeah. Oh, he's in. Good. I'm like, sorry, uh, yelling. He's <laughs> in John Wick and John Wick Two, which apparently are both really good movies. I didn't see it. I heard about it though. Yeah, I've heard they were good. I haven't seen it. Yeah, well, like it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Keanu Reeves. I'm sure he's a good actor, and he is. But like, <laughs> he's just. Not my favorite. I feel like he plays the same character in every movie. I think that's just my only problem. It's kind of like the same. Like the same character with the same personality. Well, they're, they're varied, but they're kind of all basically the same, like, tough guy in a fast-paced situation. Yeah. It's just, like, getting through it. Yeah, no emotions type yeah. thing. Yeah. He's not a very, she's not a very emotive actor. Yeah. He's been in some sad stuff, but I don't know any of the movie's names. That's all right. Um, anyway, but yeah, so we're driving to New York. We're not taking a bus. Um... Because yeah, we checked the bus schedule, and it would would have taken, like, twice as long to get to New York than just driving. And it would be more expensive, Oh, yeah, too. like $100 each way. And it's, like, leave at 8 a.m. to get there at 8 p.m. Exactly. So we're just – we're going to drive. We're going to take shifts because I've driven to New York by myself. Well, not by – no. Okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm story. I'm supposed to say story time? Um, I drove to New York not too long ago. It was probably a year ago. And I had somebody else with me. I'm not going to say who. But I, we were supposed to do shifts, and I ended up driving all the way there and all the way back. Oh, God. And I was so mad about it, and I was so cranky by the end of the trip. And it, was, it just wasn't a good time. So I said to Lucas, I'm like, hey, we can totally drive, but I'm not driving the whole way. We need to take shifts. Oh, and I hate driving, a, so. a bad time. <laughs> oh. It was not about it. And it was in my crappy old uh, Volkswagen, too. I liked that Volkswagen of yours. It is not that comfortable driving long distance. Oh, I can see that. Because I had a uh, 2002 Volkswagen Passat, and it, it was nice. Because like back in 2002, it was like a luxurious <laughs> car. But like as it got up in age, like it started to like get really down, and like the engine was really loud because it was still struggling to like stay alive. Oh. And like it had like nice leather seats that could be heated and stuff. But like in the summer, it was hell because you would like sweat and stick to the seats and. It was just, it was awful. That's I why I don't like leather seats. I'm gonna have also a car. My car had a perpetual oil leak, oh. so like every time I got gas, I had to check the oil to make sure it wasn't like <laughs> empty and like dry as a bone. God, <laughs> it was kind of very stressful driving that car. So I'm glad I have a new car. Well, my first car was a a heap, and my dad like insisted on it. And I was like, this car is gonna this car wasn't like gonna die. It was dead, and they're like keeping it alive through like black magic. <laughs> I uh, felt like my car was being kept alive by black magic. Uh, like my car, there was, a, there was a, I called it the first time. I was like, there's probably a problem with the carburetor or some part of the car. And I was like, that can't be it. And I'm like, mm, okay, sure. Because my car kept dying and then it kept overheating. And then at one point it overheated so much that the pipe, cooling pipe just burst in my car. Oh my God. So it was just, it was like, first it was steaming. So it just like, it popped the cap off and it was just steaming out. So I thought it was on fire, but it wasn't. So that was, so that was nice. Yeah, that is nice. <laughs> But like it, it, it was like the it was like already like on red like the the temperature was like already in the oh, red. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. And I, I was um, like five minutes from my dad's house. I'm like, hopefully I can make it. Otherwise I'm <laughs> stranded. And as I'm driving into his his uh driveway, just turns off. Oh my god. And I was like, thank God I got here at least. Yeah, my temperature gauge in my old car didn't work. Okay. Yeah, like when I got it, like when I bought it from insert name here, the temperature gauge didn't work. Oh my god. So like. 
that was kind of terrifying the entire time I was driving. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I couldn't, I would have never known if it overheated. Oh, and then because of the... Until it caught on fire. Oh, my God. Does <laughs> that how your car went, your car died? No. Um, luckily, I never ended up, like, stranded on the side of the road. Like, um, the reason why I had to get a new car was just because I went to get it inspected. And to get it inspected would have been, like, $3,000. So I'm just like, I'm just going to get a new car. <laughs> like thousand dollars yeah and it was so bad like all the work that needed to be done no dealership would let me trade it in either like they wouldn't give me any money for it um we went to trade in my my, my dying car they were like we can give you like 120 dollars for it and i was like what and like we're gonna sell it for scrap yeah like, yeah that's what that's what they do yeah like they don't really do anything with old cars anymore yeah <sighs> which is sad because like it was still like a very nice car but like the maintenance like, on that would yeah, have been insane. It, it'd be way too much money to like make it safe for the road again. And I, I actually ended up donating it, donating, donating it to one of those uh, car charities. Oh like, yeah, like cars for kids. No response. <laughs> what do they? What do they do with those cars? I'm not quite sure. I looked it up before I donated it just because I was curious. And um, I think it's like something along the lines of like using it for, like, uh, technical schools where they try to, like, teach kids how to maintenance cars and stuff. Oh, that makes so much sense. I'm not positive, though. Like, that could be a total lie. Oh, but, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I don't miss my old car. Neither do I. It was, but, like, you know, I feel like it's kind of a rite of passage to have a crappy car when you first start driving. My younger cousin, he's just turned 16, and he just got his license and is now driving his parents' old car. And he was, he's complaining about it because it's a stick shift. He doesn't like driving stick shift. And it's like a 2001, 2003 car maybe. And it, and, and it looks like a nice car to me. Like, I would have loved to have that car. It's I'm like an S, a small SUV type. Scoffing at this kid. I know. Come on. I scoffed at this kid. <laughs> but like... But he was like, "Oh, why can't we just trade it in and get like a, a used, like a new, like a newer used car or whatever?" And my mom and then my aunt is like, "Because you're probably just gonna like crash it and ruin it. <laughs> like, why would we do that?" So, um, but like he was just complaining about it and like it's and I was like explaining to like both of them like it's kind of like a rite of passage. You need to have a crappy car and like be anxious about it and like because when you have a crappy car, you learn how it works too. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't do that at all. <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> well, like, that's how I learned how cars work is because, like, I had to constantly maintenance my old car because it would always break down. And so, like, I always had to know how to change the oil and check the oil. And oh, I don't have to do that I either. had to change – what was it? I don't even remember what it's spark called. Spark plugs? Not spark um, – Coolant? Maybe spark plugs. Um, because, like, everything – everything in that car died when I had it. And so, like, I had to know how to do, like, everything with that car. But either way, it makes you more – conscious and it makes you appreciate a newer car once you get one too uh yeah i had i had my old car for a couple of, of months i think i had it it because my dad got it from my mom who's like just don't like telling him not to bother with it and he was like no i'm gonna make this work and then i got it and then it ran for a bit and like it didn't accelerate fast enough like i'd, I'd like floor it and i'd be like, buh, 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 buh. like okay <laughs> that kind of killed me and then the, the heaters didn't work. The, like, two of the windows didn't go up or down. Like, and I had to get them off. If I let them go down, they just get stuck at the bottom. Were they automatic windows? Yeah, but, okay. like, broken. So, like, if I want them to back, I had to, like, pick them up and then Ooh, hook them up. Ooh, that's the worst. Yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, overheated. Yeah. Um, no one told me that be, like, my car needed to be constantly filled with water all the time. 
So like, uh, the first time I overheated, they were like, why don't you vote with water? I'm like, because literally no one told me to do that. Because the, the coolant, just it just it's such a hot old car. It just oh. gets, it runs through all the water you put in it. So and no one told me that. So yeah. like and I, that, kept, that was a problem until they told me about that. And then the pipes burst and oh Jesus, <laughs> it was just a whole ordeal. And yeah. like there was a sensor that was a problem, but then it mm-hmm. wasn't the sensor. And mm-hmm. then eventually we we're just like, okay, this is. Oh yeah, my my old car had a perpetual uh, check engine light on it, but that but I kept no one knew why it was on, so they thought it was just the sensor, like the computer was malfunctioning or whatever. But and it, it sucked royally because obviously I had that car when I'm a high school college kid. I had no money. Oh yeah. But that because it's a Volkswagen, everything, all the parts were so expensive. And it's like, I don't have the money to replace and make this car last. And luckily I had like the parents to help me out and stuff. But yeah. like, if it weren't for the parents, I wouldn't have a car. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have no transportation. I would have dormed with you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what would have happened. But I, I, honestly, fixing my car was less expensive than dorming here. Oh, <laughs> dorms are, dorms are expensive. And our dorms are su- like on the very low end of cost. Like, a friend of mine from high school, the cost of our whole tuition was his dorming cost. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we're, our school is very low on tuition, and that's kind of why I went for it here, honestly. It's one of those long points. Um, but, yeah, yeah it was. But, and that doesn't mean that it was still wasn't a lot, though. Like, <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm doing it. Bloody Mary's not okay. my thing. Lucas insisted we had the same drinks. I said we didn't have to, but he wanted the same drinks. I'm developing a brand and an aesthetic, and I just I don't, I don't, like, come on. The next drinks we're having, spoiler alert, we record more in one day, but, like, the next drinks we're having for the next episode, I don't like either, but he's, like, forcing us to have the same drinks for us. One of us is going to be unhappy. <laughs> it's called compromise. I just happened to cough because it got really spicy. What well, was spicy? The pepper you put in it, or uh, the actual mix? The pepper to make the, the like the mix is too tomatoey and not spicy enough. It is okay. I'll I'll go. I'll be with you there. It is very tomatoey. When you get a Bloody Mary at like a restaurant, they're like way better because they put like so much. Like they put like garlic and like, oh, clam we, juice and uh, horseradish. Oh, it's so good. Okay, so tomorrow. Uh, well, not tomorrow, but you think Saturday we're gonna get up? We should Saturday we should get up for brunch. <gasps> New York brunch. Ah. And then you can order Bloody Mary and yes. I feel bad about it and I can try a good one. Yeah. Or you can try mine before you... Oh, no. I was definitely going to try it. Yeah. Try mine before you get one. I was going to get a screwdriver because I hate samosas. Ooh. No. Mimosas. Because I also hate champagne. Yeah. Samosas are Indian food. Oh, I fucking love those. <laughs> I love food in general. Food in general is pretty great. <laughs> audio difficulties. Excuse us. Um, and I think on that note, we're going to take a little break. Um... Maybe maybe you'll refill your drink. I know I'm not. Yeah, going this to. is the first time that I've finished my drink. Like, look at that. <laughs> they usually have like. Two I usually into still it have gone. like on the top. I'm I'm gonna get a refill. Welcome back. Welcome back to Just Starving. Uh, I got a new drink. We refilled. She's refill. much more excited than I am. Still, mm-hmm. it's um, it's it's uh, it's spicy. Ooh, it is. It's way more spicier than last time. It's it's the same. Do you want pepper? No, I like it. I forgot to add pepper to mine. Oh, yeah. He's bringing out the pepper, guys. He brought it with him. <laughs> I like black pepper. Uh, all right. What did we leave off? Uh, we were talking about our plans for New York. All right. Brunch. We're going to get brunch, and um, we're going to get a real Bloody Mary, because we just got this mix from the grocery store. 
And it's not bad, but it's not the is it, best. Is it not bad? It's not bad. Is it not bad for you? For me, it's not bad because I like Bloody Marys. I'm I've, willing to sacrifice for them. <laughs> sacrifice for what? Your taste? No. <laughs> No, I've always heard, I've, I've known about Bloody Marys for a while, and I just, I don't think we get along, and I think I was right about that. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's not, it's not Bloody Mary's fault, I just have different tastes, better tastes. <gasps> yeah, I want that, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, so I'm really excited, I haven't traveled in a while, I've sort of been stuck here, not stuck, uh, kind of stuck now, but. Well, every time Danny comes to visit, he always like, oh, you guys should come to New York, and I'm like, yeah, I'm totally down, and Lucas is like, eh. <laughs> I'm like, I hate driving. And I get it. I hate driving, too. But, you know, sometimes it's worth it. We're like, my family's an hour and a half away, and I don't like doing that drive. We're going to have a good time, though. It's well, going to be worth it. it. The traveling... Uh, I also hate driving alone, So, because originally, if I had to go, I would go alone. So That's true. With, if we're going together, it's probably going to be a lot, much better experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, so I'm I, having someone to talk to. I'll try not to sleep the whole time. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a chronic car sleeper. Are you really? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty good about staying awake. So, and it's not that long. I mean... Four hours. It's four hours. It's not that long. Um, I mean, do you remember? Maybe you don't. When I was in college, I drove almost an hour and a half for just an internship, like every week. (laughs) Going to Portsmouth? Yeah. I love Portsmouth. And like from where I lived, it was about an hour, hour and a half. And like looking back now, probably not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good resume piece. Is it though? Because I, I. like, I have so many internship spaces on my resume, and it doesn't seem to impress anybody. It's like know. they're looking for, like, full-time experience, like, right out of college, which makes no sense. It's, but, uh, you know, whatever. I don't know. This job market is weird. Employers yeah. are weird. Yeah. I mean, I've been on a bunch of hiring committees, like, for positions lately, and it's just, like, I I feel like I'm being pretty realistic because not, not a lot of them are, like, professional people. It's, like, hiring students. Yeah. So it's always, like, a level of, like, we can't expect them to be perfect, or That's sometimes we can't expect them to be good because it's like we're asking these children to do jobs yeah. for us. But it's realistic. You're being realistic about it. I mean, that's part of that's one of the parts of your job that uh, makes me more the most impressed. <laughs> so I feel like I'd be terrible at hiring people because I don't really have that great of a I don't know judgment on people. I mm. guess like I always think like oh yeah they seem fine and then like I hear from everybody else like no they're terrible like what are you talking about and I'm oh. like oh. I don't know. I don't know how to character. I just think everyone sucks, but <laughs> I'm usually not that wrong about most people. You're pretty like a good judge of character with people. I just assume the worst. Sadly, it's always it's usually it's usually the true. Yeah. And for I, some people, I can put up with it. And some people are just like, I'm done. I feel like I have too much faith in people. I'm like, well, they will be good, and then they don't, and they disappoint me. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I I try to be like critical, but I also. Like if I see some, like I try not to be shallow about it, or because yeah. my first impression, like for a first impression, is never usually the best. Like you can try really hard, but because if you try too hard, then it's like they're being fake, or if you do a bad job, it's like the, the bad impression. Yeah. So I usually I wait for like I'll do my best to give them the benefit of the doubt until like I have the evidence in front of me. Like, yep, this person smelled like I originally got here, and look at that, they are garbage. I was right. Yeah. And I get that. It's sad because, like, you want people to be good. Yeah, and, want, and like, it's hard because you understand it from their point of view, too, because, like, I've been to countless job interviews, and it, it's stressful, and it's, like, it's hard to try to make a good first impression, oh, yeah. but it's, you know. I told you my first, my first ever job interview when I got here. Story time. Oh, God. Story time. Um, <laughs> I, I, I applied. For, I was I was eligible for work studies since I started to construct. So the first, the first job I was, like, really interested in was working with the library with the kids program. 
and I would have been like making posters and running programs and like just being in the library and stuff sounded really fun. Right. Um, so I got to my interview too early, like 15 minutes early. That's, and like, that's appropriate. But then they were like, oh, we'll take you now. I was like, okay, oh, thanks, bye. That's like normal. Every time I, well, like from, oh, well, I just said the name. I'll bleep that out. <laughs> um, from our career services person at our college, she always told me to like arrive 15 minutes earlier. I just arrived too early, and then, like, they just, there was no waiting. There's, like, no one in front of me, and uh, so they just, like, took me. Oh. I think I came in during their break of, like, between interviews. I think that's their fault, though, because in every other job interview I've been to, you're supposed to arrive 15 minutes early, and they'll probably have you wait a little bit, yeah. but it's not never an inconvenience. But I was, like... I usually prefer you arriving early. I was 18. I had my, I, that um, red checkered button-up I wear to everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And, but I was that's, in, that's the most professional thing you had at that time? Well, I was 18. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I was in between classes, so I was like, I was going to go there, and then blitz past class, I told them about it already. So I had, like, my backpack, a portfolio, and, like, a toolbox full of art supplies. Okay. So I was, like, covered in stuff, and it was arranged by an umbrella. Oh, no. And a, a raincoat on. That's so I walk nice. in there, like, just sit down, and it was just, like, a little kid seat, and then, a, and, like, feet, 10 feet, in, like, the 10 feet in front of me was a step up was them. Three of them on one table. Oh my god! And I was just like, "This is a lot." And they asked me a bunch of questions. And then anytime they they didn't hear what they wanted to hear, she would take her pen and just. <gasps> and I was just like, "Okay, this is super nerve wracking." Oh my god, I would hate that. And then like I got through the interview as best I could. And then the last question was, "Do you have any questions?" And I was like, "No, no, I don't actually." And then she's just like, "Okay." And I was like, "Okay, thanks." And I was just like waiting for the call i was like just so over like i was yeah. just like super wanted the call because i knew i didn't get it yeah but i was just like did i get it did i not get it i know yeah. i didn't get it but did i get it yeah 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 and they said no and i was like oh thank god i know now you have to stop worrying about it and then after that like because i'm a bad starter it seems so like after that i had like i applied to a bunch of other places that i got another job and i was like oh cool fine whatever yeah it's weird some people are just like bad at interviewing i've been to like i actually i had an interview at a place once that the boss was interviewing me and it was like very obvious from the start that they didn't want me working there and like i don't know what it was maybe she just didn't like my face or something but it was like a spa type place and i was just like applying for like a receptionist position yeah and like i had experience working at a spa before as a receptionist and i've also worked at like re- clothing re- retailers and mm-hmm. did all that customer you've service had so crap. many jobs i've had so i'm like oh my god way too many jobs but anyway, and it, I was looking for a new job because I moved, and this place was, like, just down the road from where I was living at the time. And, like, I got there, and, like, I, I dressed very appropriately. I got there early, and uh, the girl, I think I was taking her job because she was interviewing me first. And she mm-hmm. was very kind, very nice, did the interview very well. She seemed to like me. I liked her, and I answered the questions very appropriately. And she's like, okay, well, now you're going to meet the owner, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. So she brings in the owner. And the owner doesn't even sit down. She's, like, I'm sitting, and she's standing in front of me, doesn't uh. sit down, and she's, like, holding her hands like this, like, I'm the boss. And like she's just like, all. what experience do you have being a receptionist for, a, like, a, a very popular spa? And so oh, I'm like, a popular spa. I'm like, well, I worked at this spa. And she's like, I've never heard of that spa. I'm like, <laughs> well, it's in this place, and I, I worked there for about a year, and blah, blah, blah. And, like, she's like, well, I've never heard of it. I don't think you can handle a high-volume place. And I'm like... Uh, well, I've worked at these places, and I've, I'm pretty sure I can handle it. And, like, we were, like, fighting almost. Like, she was telling me that I couldn't. I was telling her that I could. And I'm just, like, at the end of it, I'm like, okay, you know what? You think what you think, and um, just let me know 
um, if you <laughs> what you decide. And like I had to like make myself leave because she was like not giving up on ar- arguing with me about oh what God. she think, what she thought that I could do. Mm-hmm. And like this is the most like awkward thing I've ever <laughs> like been to. I'm like I don't want to work here anymore. Um, don't call me. That sounds so uncomfortable. <laughs> it was extremely uncomfortable. And I I've been to like a lot of interviews like that with like, and most of these interviews. That I, the bad interviews I've had were from small business owners. Is that because they didn't, like, the last employees were bad and they were just like, everyone sucks and I'm... I just ugh. don't think that they know, because, like, usually, and I don't want to generalize, but, like, a lot of people who start their own business don't understand every aspect of a business. Oh, yeah. They understand, like, they understand one part of it really, really well, and that's the part they can do. But some of them will get really paranoid and they don't trust others to do the mm. other parts of the job, so they right. do it very poorly. That's like because I've worked for a couple of small small businesses like that, and it was really bad. And they try to do way too much, and they don't trust anybody else to do oh, any part of the business. And that just that, that just causes problem after problem. Oh my god! I had one interview where the owner, one of the interview questions was, "What's your zodiac?" Uh. And I'm like, Aries, and she's like, "Oh, we we shouldn't get along then." Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh zodiacs. God. <laughs> Tumblr, what, why did you bring this back into our I'm lives? Like, why is this an interview question? Why is this pertinent to... It's not. It, Astrology is you know fun, but it's dumb. That question she asked me in that manner and in that professional setting is exactly how the rest of my employment at that job went. <laughs> That's a different story for a different time, but uh. oh my God, easily the worst job I've ever had in my life. So God. We'll get there when we get there. But yeah, interviews are just... They're very odd. You can, and I think it mostly has to do with the interviewer. Mm-hmm. Um, they either know how to do it or they don't. And I'm definitely someone who wouldn't know how to do it. So and so, like I can respect like a person who does know how to do it because it's would, easy, really. I would just like try to be friends with the person, and be like, oh, so oh no. Like? <laughs> I I set it up more or less as a battle, where I I am in charge. Okay. Because I so I I have a. Um, take charge personality in like the most inconvenient way where I want to be in charge but I don't want the responsibility. Yeah, I get it. Um, so like like I'll sit, I always end up sitting in the middle and then like I always look at them dead on as much as I can and I'll write looking at them just like, yep, that was an answer and I'm writing it down while I stare at you. Mm. And uh, always stand up straight and you always, you like, we plan it out so it's like I'll ask and you last and you last. So like we always want to make it seem like we're, we know what we're doing and then I just stare at them. Because, like, what else am I going to do? Just stare at them. And then you just ask questions, and you kind of... What Do you, do you come up with the questions, or do you have, like, a prompt? Because, uh, uh, well, we, I come with... We, we, could Google, like, we, we usually Google questions, and we'll print out a bunch of forms and kind of go through and pick the ones you want the most. Okay. And then we'll have lists, because you're supposed to ask... If you're ask, interviewing one of people from one position, you ask them all the same question. Mm-hmm. So then I'll, I'll keep asking those questions, and I'll write down the responses. Oh, Bloody Mary. So... <laughs> But um, it's just like I, I kind of I kind of have a little bit of fun. Oh, I just like, smelled that. <laughs> what do you expect? It's tomatoes. It like and drifted pepper. over to my way. <laughs> but yeah, interview, Sorry. being an interviewer is a lot. But it's a lot because you just as, to be a good interview, it's really easy. You just gotta be assertive, ask the questions you need to ask, right. and then like be polite. Yeah. So you definitely need to be prepared for yeah. it. And like you want to like, because. I also avoid those really boring questions like, what's your greatest strength and what's your greatest weakness? Because those questions they prepare for, those are the questions yeah. they've been thinking about for like two months. I hate generic questions. I want questions that are like relevant to oh, the yeah. position. You like, know what I mean? Because we, yeah, because 
Yes, I agree. Because we um, and then I, we did that. And we had like our own questions. And we asked along. We were done. And the guy's like, "Oh, well, uh, if you know, you can ask this, but like, my, my greatest weakness is this." And it's like, okay, we, we didn't care. ask you. Yeah. And he was like, well, greatest weakness is this, but that just means I like it more. And it's like, no, I don't. Oh, shut up. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, my greatest weakness is I'm, I'm uh, detail-oriented, so we take a long time to get the job right. Or like some dumb. Yeah, some stupid crap like that. Just some humble brag bullshit. Humble brag, yeah. Ugh, but I'm, like, I, I get it, because like a lot of places will ask those stupid questions. Oh, I know. And like, I, I don't want where I work to be that place. Yeah, exactly. And but, like, I've, I've been to interviews where they've asked me that question. And like, a lot of me wa- just wants to look at them and being like, you don't really care the answer for this, do you? And you know, my biggest like pet peeve is when they ask you, tell us about a certain experience you had at your last job that you did, or like <laughs> that that was hard for you or something like that. And I'm just like, let me look back at the fucking years that I've worked <laughs> there and pick out one situation that, like, oh my so god, serious. <laughs> seriously, like stop. Oh, uh, um, never lied during your interview. Um, it's really obvious because we have your resume and we'll call your references. Oh yeah, definitely. I've never. And and no matter how sly you think you are, <laughs> I've had we had a couple of people who they'd come in and be like, answer this question. They're like, I'm not gonna answer that question. I'm kind of gonna skirt around it and kind of do you, you direct you to my question. I'm gonna answer that really well, and then I'm gonna end the question like an answer like give you an answer. Oh god. And I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna move on, but I do know you didn't answer the question. Yeah. For for anyone who's listening who like just might be doing job interviews, just like as a little advice. I mean, I know it's easier said than done but like try to relax and just mm-hmm. be yourself yep. like don't say anything that you think that they want to hear just like say things that are true to you mm-hmm. and, and don't lie yeah because if if they don't like your answers you probably shouldn't be working there in the first place it's yeah you if know, you don't yeah don't stress about getting a job or not because if they don't pick you you're not meant to work there anyway and it's not for you you should find the job that fits your personality the best um and practice interviewing Oh, yeah. Because, like, With, the, like, friends and stuff. The generic questions, in my opinion, are not the best questions to ask, but they are asked a lot. So it's, it, it's a good idea to kind of talk about those questions because even if they don't ask that question directly, knowing yourself and, like, what you can apply to the job is really important. And always do your research about where you're applying. Oh, definitely. Like, unless it's, one. like, a retail job that, like, they're not worried about your long-term employment. Yeah. But, like, if you're applying to a small business or, like, an institution of some kind, you should, like, learn a little bit about what they're doing. Oh, and, yeah, definitely. Because, like... Hollister's not going to care too much about you knowing their history, but, no. like, if you're applying to this, like, career position that you really want... You need to learn about their mm-hmm. business. And it's also really impressive, like, if, it, if you're an entry level and, like, you're like, oh, I heard, like, you know about their past and what they're doing. Like, it shows that you... Like, it shows some commitment already. Exactly. Like, you already put some research into it, and then you can kind of... Like, it makes you seem more genuine. Right, exactly. Very, very true. All right, so... I think this podcast is very well. Yeah. We just kind of chilled and talked about whatever. I enjoyed it, except for, um, yeah. Yep, now you can get, <laughs> Lucas can get rid of that Bloody Mary. The Bloody Mary episode, I got through it. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> All uh, right, guys, thanks for tuning in for this podcast um, once again. Oh, we're posting every Saturday. We're post- Okay, that's the thing. We didn't mention this in the other podcast. No. <laughs> we post every Saturday, Sunday, maybe. Post every weekend. How about that? Yeah, weekend. There we go. Post every weekend. Got it. It's still not very strict, but we committed to one, one, once. Yeah, but we're week. not going to pull on a Daniel and Elijah and just not. Do it. <laughs> right. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Every weekend. So that's the thing. YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes right now. Mm-hmm. Do whatever those things require. I'll see you later. <laughs> Outro music. Outro music. Cue outro music. <laughs>